Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darnell there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle. Fun years are still ahead here in Edmonton. Mike Smith, Jajar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back bar it in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 check. say the least it's already been a busy loss 72 to 96 hours this is Oilers now brought to you by your title sponsor Digitex by at least your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies Bob Stauffer with you at the 630 Jed Studios in the boardroom the city's south side Cody Jansen today pinch hitting for uh, Brendan Escott, who's taken the week off and headed back to British Columbia. A lot to get to. The NHL draft took place on Friday and Saturday. The way it was going on Saturday, I think uh, many of us thought we were still going to be talking about the NHL draft uh, today, but they eventually did get round two done. We got a lot to get to, and a lot in the first half hour to hour of the show will be around the NHL entry draft. We will tell you that we got Xavier Borgo, the Oilers' number one draft choice, 22nd overall joining us today at 12.15 and at 12.35 the Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting is Tyler Wright. Free agency on Wednesday. We'll be in a little early uh, to get started that day uh, and we'll have a cast of thousands helping us out. And we're at the stage now in the evolution of the Oilers Hockey Club, a team that's gone 12th and 11th the last two years where we're looking at a team that is now as much focused on free agency as it is on drafting and developing players. That's a given. Uh, for a lot of the years, the primary focus was on the draft, especially when you got a lot of top-end picks. Edmonton, though, last couple seasons, obviously drafting a little bit later on in the NHL entry draft, and away we go. So should be an interesting stretch. It was an interesting night. On Friday night, no questions about it, especially with the goaltenders. Make no mistake, Edmonton had lots of interest in Sebastian Kosa, the Edmonton Oil Kings goaltender, 
that uh, ended up going 15th overall to the Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings, with a couple extra second-round picks from some maneuvering that they made, including one with the Edmonton Oilers, the Andreas Athanasio trade, ended up trading up to 15. They grabbed Kosa. And that put Edmonton in a position where they had a chance of getting Jesper Wallstadt, and the Oilers elected to trade down from 20 to 22. So obviously Wallstadt was not their guy. And we'll have some of the explanation as to what the Oilers liked about Xavier uh, Borgo, who we'll be talking to again at 12.15 when we talk to head amateur scout, uh, director of amateur scouting, Tyler Wright at 12.35. At 1 o'clock today, I will uh, go through right shot defense, third line centers, wingers on some potential free agent targets for the hockey club. And at 1.35, NHL insider, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling will join us on today's show. We will tell you that you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. And you can reach us at the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The patio open daily to all ages at the River Cree from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. They've got the biggest screen in the city. They've got multiple dine-in locations in the River Cree. You can wear a mask in the River Cree if you want. They have masks for you at the River Cree, and you can go without a mask as well. The province is back up and at them. The River Cree Resort and Casino is back up and at them as well. Our top story uh, pertains actually to some news yesterday involving Edmonton Oilers qualifying offers. The top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. And we will tell you that the Oilers issued qualifying offers to the following players yesterday. Tyler Benson, Cooper Marodi, Stuart Skinner, and Kyler Yamamoto. Now, Benson, Marodi, and Skinner played the majority of the NHL season Last year in the American Hockey League, Yamamoto, of course, has been with the Oilers for the last year and a half. Would not surprise me if Yamamoto's Q, uh, with, with him getting the qualifying offer, uh, he'd do a bridge deal, maybe in the range of two years uh, between $1.5 million and, say, $2.2, something to that range for Kyler Yamamoto. The Oilers also announced on the weekend they made it official involving Mike Smith. Two-year contract extension at $2.2 million. The Oilers did not qualify Jujar Kara, though I think the team may consider circling back to him if he doesn't find another spot. I believe that Seattle and Vancouver would be interested in him. In fact, I know that they would be interested in him. Uh, Dominic Cahoon and Theodore Lenstrom also did not get QOs. I, uh, I don't know. I think the ships maybe sailed specifically for Cahoon. Again, the Oilers making six picks overall. We'll discuss a bunch of those with Tyler Wright coming up a little bit later on. 12-13 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. And Cody Jansen. We're going to bring Cody in right now. Cody, how are you doing? Doing great, Bob. Can you tell that I don't have a tooth in the right side of my mouth right now and try to gut my way through it? So uh, had one pop out yesterday. Bad time because the dentist is away for the next two weeks. So we're going to have to, uh, I think I'm going to have to get some numbing uh, cream or something like that. But uh, were you, I mean, you're a goaltender. Were you a little bit surprised that we didn't see um, Wallstack go before number 20 overall in the draft? 
maybe a little surprised he fell that far, but from everything that I had heard was that a lot of teams were very high on Kosa, and you got to watch him as much as anyone else. I got to see him a lot in Fort Saskatchewan. You know, he is a phenomenal talent. There's a lot of potential there. So when, when you see Wallstead drop like that, yeah, you, you kind of started to figure that teams might not move up for him. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting draft. Obviously, some decisions made late in the draft by a couple organizations and late in the first round that had some people sort of questioning a, a couple things. And again, I, I get it. I mean, I saw the response on Twitter after the Oilers elected to trade down from 20 to 22. Um, this was a different draft for me for a bunch of reasons. And Cody, uh, we'll let you get ahead and start calling Xavier at this time to, to hook him up here on the uh, River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Normally what has happened in past draft years, every year from 2010 till 2019, I went to the NHL scouting combine. And you're able to do a little bit of digging and you get more one-on-one time with the players. We probably did between Jack Michaels and myself and Chris Westcott over the years and Tom Gazzola uh, and most recently Tony Brar. We probably did about 40 interviews ourselves with players and were able to glean a lot of information. Uh, and then the viewings, for me, the Western League guys, right? And the Oil Kings would be playing a wide assortment of teams, not just an Alberta-only schedule. So I had a far greater degree of information on past drafts than this year's draft. I knew the Edmonton guys. I saw them eight times during the course of the season, six times in Gunther's case. Costa started seven of the eight games that I saw. But I just simply did not have the same access of information um, in past years. And... We'll talk a bit about that with Tyler. I mean, that's the other thing is I watched the U18s. The Quebec League didn't play in the U18 tournament. So that was interesting as well. So what I'm saying to you is this was a draft year for me where I was, again, as a guy who's gone to every draft since, I mean, I've gone to several drafts between 2000 and 2009, and every draft since Montreal hosted the draft in 2009, I had way more access to information in the past and way more personal perspective than this year. And I wonder whether or not that's the case for the scouts. So, you know, I find it interesting the range of responses that we got out there. All right. Well, one guy that was excited to be selected by the Edmonton Oilers joins us right now on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, Xavier Borgo. Xavier, it's Bob Stauffer. I do the color for the team. How you doing? I'm good, and you? Thank good, you. Good. Uh, take us through it. Uh, how, you know, what was your, when you heard your name called, how excited were you? Uh, I was so exciting, like, uh, I don't know how to react, and it was just exciting for me and my family. Did you, how many times did the Oilers do Zoom calls with you? Did you have uh, an impression that maybe uh, there was some interest there from Edmonton? Uh, I think I talked with them, uh, like, two or three times, but, uh, like, uh, my agent told me they, they really liked my interview, and, like, during the interview, my, I have a little feeling after that they really, they really like it. Uh, the way the interview goes, so yeah, I was I had a little uh, feeling. How would you describe yourself as a player, Xavier? I'm a very offensive player, uh, good around the net, uh, a great playmaker, but uh, I can also also uh, score goals and I good uh, to to find the open space. I've heard comparables. Craig Button compared you to Jean-Gabriel Pajot, who I personally love as a player. Others have suggested you're a bit like Giroux. Um, do you see some similarities? You know, do you aspire to be a player? You know, I mean, those are two pretty good NHL players. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think, uh, like, uh, 
I have a great vision, like you said, Claude Giroux is a, a very talented player, very talented, but he's working hard. Um, like you said, he's a great playmaker, good hands, but uh, he's a, he also work hard in defensive zone. Like that's area I want to improve. So uh, yeah, I want to be like those two players. How difficult was this past year? I mean, you guys in the Quebec League, you got started, you played, then you got shut down, then you started playing again. You didn't get to participate in the U18s. Uh, that was Canada. Canada's team was made up of WHL players and guys out of the OHL. It was a strange year, wasn't it, Xavier? Uh, yeah, like you said, it was a strange season. Uh, mentally, it was not easy uh, for me, but uh, for everyone, uh, in the all the leagues, so uh, it was tough. Sometimes we, we had to play, and uh, after they shut down the season, and so mentally it was hard to just practice and waiting and not, not uh, know, knowing when we're gonna play. So it was very hard. And after this, and uh, during the season, they start to make some bubbles in, in the queue, and it was better. But mentally, it's hard to play uh, like nine games, uh, six pardon me, six game in nine days. So yes, it was very hard. Xavier, what's the breakdown positionally? How much right wing have you played, and how much center have you played over the last year, uh, last two seasons in the Quebec League? I uh, play a lot of uh, right wings uh, during my my last two seasons, but uh, play center my first year. Yeah. Okay, uh, are, are you more comfortable in right wing or at center? Uh, right now, we'll say right wings because uh, I have to play a lot of of this position. But uh, like since my my career, I always play center, but the last two years, uh, I play right wings. Who were your favorite players growing up as a kid, Xavier? I uh, will say uh, Petrius Bergeron from uh, Boston Bruins. Well, if you can turn out to be as good as Patrice Bergeron, that's a, he was a second-round pick. You are actually drafted higher than him. I think he went in the uh, 30s. Yeah. Uh, pretty amazing player. Um, in, he played a bit of right wing. He's mostly played center, and he's... Uh, obviously a huge part of Team Canada over here. Who are some of the people along the way that have helped you get to this point, uh, to the point that you, know, you end up being a first-round NHL draft choice? Who? Uh, Which? Uh, who are, who are the, the people that supported you? Your coaches, parents, who are the people that have helped you out along the way? Uh, like uh, I have some very good coaches. Uh, coaches uh, since my career in the junior, uh, I remember my first coach, Daniel Renault. Uh, it was very good with me, and but uh, also my three coaches that I have in Shawinigan were very good. They talk uh, a lot with me, but also uh, my agent, uh, uh, they have a lot of confidence in me, and like we, we talk a lot, uh, talk to, don't put pressure on me, and play a uh, player game, and good things will happen. So uh, my family too did a great job. Uh, like uh, they just talk with me and play player game, and don't don't. Uh, forget the, all the stuff outside of the, of the ice and player game. Did you follow, like, did you pick up a copy of the, you know, the Hockey News draft preview, or did you did you go on any of those, you know, the ISS site or Hockey Prospects or anything like that to see where you're ranked, or did you try to avoid that stuff? Uh, yeah, for sure. I watched, uh, like, during the season, there was a, a lot, like, of latest and all the stuff, and I watched it a little bit. So, yeah, for sure, uh, I was trying to not watch those days, but, uh, like, it's your NHL draft season, and, like, you're, you want to know what's going on, so, yeah, a little bit. Did you, have you heard from any of the Oilers players yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, who uh, who called you? Uh, I, have, I received some texts uh, from uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and uh, Nurse uh, right now. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on the potential? And let's be pragmatic here. I think the hope for you this year is to get a full season in junior, maybe make the Canadian World Junior team. 
which, uh, by the way, the event is in Edmonton, as you know, Xavier. But what are your thoughts potentially down the road, maybe one day playing right wing on a line with either Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl? Uh, it's just crazy just to, to think about this. Uh, I, this is the, the best player in the world. Uh, Dreisaitl, too, is a very good player, too, uh, one of the best in the world. So just to think to play one day with them, it's, it's going to be just crazy. And uh, I watched this player since he arrived in the NHL, so I think he... I have some work to do, but I think I'm confident in myself to play with them one day. Xavier, you've done a great job with your English. Uh, a lot yeah, better. getting better. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's way better than my French, uh, which is non-existent. Uh, but with all seriousness, uh, did you did you take it in school growing up, or you know, was it in your household, or, or you know? Uh, go for like it. Right. Since, since uh, for summer, I'm going. I'm training in Montreal, so. Uh, I think in, in Montreal there's a lot of person talking in English, so I think it's it's where I, I learn English. So, uh, but uh, I'm not perfect, but uh, I think it's getting better. <laughs> well, people like people to try. Just like you know what, when yeah. we go to Montreal, that's one of my favorite stops in the NHL tour. Obviously, it's unbelievable broadcasting yeah. game at the Bell Center. Uh, I try to converse a little in, in French, and I know that people appreciate it when I make that effort. So you're yeah, doing a great job. Nice. So what's the schedule for you now? What happens now between now and the start of the Quebec uh, Major? Junior Hockey League season. Uh, uh, so uh, I'll leave uh, Wednesday for uh, Calgary uh, Team Canada camp. Uh, it's one week, and after I'll come back uh, here in Montreal for uh, finish my training, all the stuff, and leave for Sherman again uh, in August and be ready for the training camp in Edmonton uh, in September. I look forward to meeting you at rookie camp. I think it's in the around the uh, September 15th, something in that range. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, have a, a great uh, Team Canada camp. Much appreciate the time. You did a terrific job in the interview. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. And uh, sorry for my English. Was not perfect. Oh, no, it was, it was excellent. Don't kid yourself. It was really good. Super job, perfect. Xavier. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, four years ago. He started speaking English four years ago. That's awesome. Um, super job there from Xavier Borgo, who is the... Uh, Newest first-round draft choice. I did a uh, list yesterday, which got a fair amount of response. I mean, I'd always appreciate people putting in their comments one way or another. Uh, the Stoffer top 10 Oilers prospects 23 and under, uh, which means that a guy like William Lagasin no longer is part of that group. Evan Bouchard, number one. Philip Broberg uh, at number two. Dylan Holloway, number three. Xavier Borgo goes in the four hole. Those guys are all first-round draft choices. I had McLeod at five. Samer Rukov at six. Lavoie at seven. Stuart Skinner at eight. Tyler Benson at nine. And Ilya Konovalov at ten. And it's interesting. A lot of people were on me about having Konovalov ranked lower than Stuart Skinner. And I was like, Konovalov has not played a pro game in North America. Let's see how he does in the AHL. Cactus Jack has texted the show to say, Bob, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Xavier Borgo was an excellent interview. He did a terrific job. Love the effort. Uh, Going to be intrigued to see where he goes as a player here in the Oilers organization. 12:25 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. Thanks a lot, RNH. Uh, all right, very quickly, a uh, bunch of response on the Xavier Borgo uh, interview. 
Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton. 25, 29, and 97 reached out. Not surprised, says a lot. And Bob, four years ago, Borgo started with English. I've been butchering it for 53 years, says uh, the texter. Tim from Kingston says, I love how Bob used the word pragmatic with the player that was having a hard time with English. I don't even know what that word means from Tim in Kingston. Did I use pragmatic in that interview? Uh, there you go. RBM says, humble young man. His English was on par from RBM. I, I love it, too. It was good. Uh, Bob, like you, I was hopeless in French. Xavier did a heck of a job. No question about it. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, what's happening with Alex Chason? Uh, do you think we may sign him on another one-year contract? Thanks from Anita. I don't know. Uh, they got four right wings under contract at this time. Again, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Here we go. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here is Cody Jansen. Couple of re-signings. Sam Bennett with Florida Panthers. It's a four-year contract there worth $4.4 million. The Golden Knights, they're signing 33-year-old D-man Alec Martinez to a three-year deal worth roughly $15 million. This just coming out this morning here. The Rangers appear to be front runners for Patrick Nemeth, who spent last season in Colorado. Three-time Stanley Cup champ Nicholas Jarmelson. He's retired from the NHL at the age of 34. And we had a trade this morning. The Devils send forward Nick Merkley to San Jose for defense and Christian Yaros. So Nick Berkeley, who played for the Kelowna Rockets on the team that lost to Oshawa in the 25-15 Memorial Cup Final, that uh, was the team Drysaddle was with, has gone from Arizona as part of the Taylor Hall trade uh, to New Jersey. And now, where did he go? San Jose. Was that the big blockbuster Kevin Wicks was talking about between San Jose and New Jersey? New Jersey's up to a lot. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, Tyler Wright. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.